the, 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 the dream is real. It is your lifestyle specialist, Kenneth Burns, reporting to you live from Los Not Angeles, California. Yeah, a.k.a. Solomon and Gamora. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, episode 59 is upon us. Sexual revolution. Yeah, I feel like there's a sexual revolution in all the wrong ways entering our frontal lobes. And today on TKBS, we're going to tackle it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I am um, going to start the show off by saying big shout out to BT and Soul Train. Round of applause for BT and Soul Train. I am out here um, because I, I did the, the red carpet uh, social uh, for BT and the Soul Train Awards. And it was wonderful, y'all. This is the first year that they did it in the house. Okay, it's Kiki Palmer's house, basically. She was the host. Big shout out to Kiki Palmer. Love her in real life. We had some moments, y'all, with your favorite celebrities. It's gonna be all over your internet in a couple of days. So look out for the BET Soul Train Awards this Sunday, November 26th. Round of applause for the BET Soul Train Awards. We love them. Yes, yes, I had a great time, had some great interviews. Uh, one in particular was Tamar Braxton was talking about Soul Trainer's legacy and, and you know, what it means to be here. I said, yeah, well, Tamar, with this, with this chlamydia rap that's going on, we need Soul Train more than ever. And she damn near fainted. She damn near fainted in the middle of the interview, could not stop laughing. The room went crazy. So big shout out to Tamar, I love you. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, I want to talk about this faux, AK fake sexual revolution. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We've been talking about this nastiness and chlamydia rap and all this just misogyny on the behalf of men and women that I'm just completely sick and tired of. And the problem I'm having with this faux fake, that's a t-shirt, Tiffany, this faux fake sexual revolution is that y'all ain't freaks. Oh yeah, we're gonna start the show off punching it in the face. Huh? Huh? Listen, I got I gotta use sexy red now. And I, and I got I'm coming to you, sugar, because you know you got the green no, jacket. No, 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 no. Green is for the money. So, so listen, I, I promise you, sexy red is the exact point of our destruction. You have a black woman. Let's let's come on now. I want you to hold on and clutch your pearls. You got a black woman. Right? Yeah, grab him. Grab him. That's right. Grab him, Coco. Can you, Kendra? Akeisha. Yeah, 4K. Crumble the pearls because you got a black woman who is literally being the worst version that you could possibly be. Now, I'm not saying people don't have this as their reality. I'm not saying there aren't real freaks out here that really get down with some way out shit. But when you start talking about you've been burnt, by the same person more than once. We all make mistakes. We all get rolled up into some shit sometimes. But if you gonna go on and double down that you did that and it's all right, you might not have said it's all right, but you acted like it was all right because you mentioned it like you was almost wearing it as a badge of honor, you nasty, stinky mother sucker. Then on top of that, when you look at all of the artists that are leading with sex, right? And I'm gonna get to you non-freaks in a minute. But all the artists who are leading with over-the-top sexual innuendo, sucking microphones or acting like you giving fellatio on stage, all the things 
that happened behind closed doors, mind you, right? Real freaks could be behind closed doors. Now, don't let that go over your head. But if you're leading with that and you're making that part of a child's blueprint, where the children going from there? And your sexual revolution and your sexual freedom and all the things you trying to exude so you can just have your freak flag flying, what's it going to do to the children that see this every single day, hear this every single day, ain't had sex yet? We talked about the stats, y'all. The stats are they're not having sex at 14, 15, 16, 17 no more. They having sex in their 20s because they're terrified. They don't know if they are willing to eat ass. They don't know if they are willing to go and bust in the girl, shoot the club up, suck it out, and then kiss it and spit in the mouth. They don't know. No, but this this is the look at look at 4K face. You just you just a you just sell on yourself I, with your face. I'm laughing. I ain't told on nothing. I'm just laughing. It was L- what you said. Listen. <laughs> no, listen. I promise y'all, these people and their unhealthy expectations, these kids are suffering from this, y'all. Sugar is starting. And Sugar, I love what you're doing. That's why I'm coming to you first, because I was watching your video pointed to the floor because you don't want to put the kids on front street. But the conversations that you're having are so necessary for everybody. But how do you feel about that? Because people don't equate the fact that people are literally saying these things, not thinking people want to emulate that or act like that. And then we in a whole pickle because they're sexually frustrated. They don't know how to release. They're scared to have sex and then they act out. So my issue with the whole thing is, it really goes back to their parents allowing them to have access to so much at, at any given moment. They don't plug their phones up in their parents' rooms or anything. They don't have to turn them off at any certain time. Um, They have access to everything and everything is at your fingertips, right? Um, So they have normalized their sending news. They normalize it. They airdrop it to the whole grade level. Like when one person get it, it's out. And then then that becomes child pornography because now you're distributing somebody else's images. It's they don't understand the finality of sending something you cannot get back. They don't understand the importance of building relationships with friends, let alone with somebody that you think you dating. I'm like, you're not dating. You can't go nowhere. You can't drive nowhere. You ain't got no right. job. You can't pay for nothing. So I think that it is a fallacy and it is a fantasy that they are living, trying to live up to. And so it's really hard because it's like you want to be there for these kids because they in these real live relationships with real live feelings. But you also want them to know that they're still 12 or 13 and you're not really mentally prepared for that. Because let me tell you something. 45 year old men ain't prepared for it. So that's Hello. <laughs> I love you, sugar. Listen, and I and I got a resident freak on the payroll. Her name is Tiffany Hamilton Burns. And uh, if anybody's wondering what the busting the person is and then suck it out and then kiss it, it's called snow blowing. I didn't know that until last episode, which inspired this because I didn't even know why Tiffany knew that. Okay, I don't like that, Tiffany, and I love you. Okay, but, but you know before K. About a lot. She's a 42-year-old, 97-year-old. Uh, I, You know, 4K, it's like, and you my you my sister from another mister, you know, and you and you and you're you know, you're very educated into the things you like. I mean, offline we were talking about spitting and a whole lot of other things. But I want to ask you, um what? Well, we got, come on. Oh my I said 
I said spit, and I ain't say what you did with the spit. Anything, the question I want to ask you is, because I'm, you know I'm getting I'm getting into the freaks not being freaks conversation, but I'm, I want to just ask you this question before I get into that because I feel like sexually we all have our preferences, right? And I think that it's nobody's real business outside of the bedroom. And we talk about it often, but people literally, they go into the rabbit hole of co competition, right? They go into the rabbit hole of what they see. Monkey see, monkey do. Monkey see, monkey do. You know what I'm saying? So I just don't understand how we are getting to this place of non-discernment when it comes to that. And how do you feel about that? Well, I don't know about anybody else, but me personally, my choice is what I make in the bedroom is between me and my partner. Uh, you, you, you're comfortable with what you're comfortable with. It has to do with the person that you're having sexual intercourse with. You have to be, you know, in agreement. There's not, yeah. I'm just going to do this to please you. I have to do it because it's pleasing me as well. So if I'm not okay with it, I'm not going to do it. So that's between whoever you having sex with in the bedroom, what the limits are, and, you know, have an open mind. Okay, cool. Um, I wanted to. Um, <laughs> I wanted to go to UT with this man because I feel like this whole sexual revolution is a farce, is a faux, is a fake because half the shit that they talking about, they really don't do. And to be honest with you, is nasty, right? Like when you think about sex, you think about all types of things. There's exchange on all types of levels. You know, and I'm talking about body fluid, I'm talking about a lot, I'm talking about all types of things, right? But then they getting into these things, it's almost like, let me outdo myself verbally. Not that they actually doing it. Let me, let me get, cause I don't give a fuck what nobody say. When you look at that tantric list of sexual positions, it's just some shit that don't feel good on the man. The ladies, I mean, you clearly, are being penetrated and there's all types of walls to hit and things to get accomplished. But for men, I'm not bending over backwards, putting upside down insertion and trying to please nobody. I like missionary. I like it from the back. Whoa, you whoa, see whoa, on top okay, of me, okay. you can turn well, around. No, I'm just... The same for women. There are positions that's not comfortable for us that y'all like. Okay, cool. Yeah. I don't know why we argue, but tell me. My question to you is, brother, there's so many people that are doing this do shit it. for the verbal sparring of it all versus actually engaging in all this freak shit. Yeah, that's a fact. It's the same thing with, you know, rappers who claim that they are gangster and what they gonna shoot, who they doing, who they beating up. It's the same. And what the, you know, women have figured out, some of them who are in that, that space is that that is going to sell, right? More ratchet I speak, you know, the more ratchet I think the shock value is going to garner some attention. Now, do I think there are some who are actually doing that? Yes. But for the most part, you know, they're just putting out information because it, you know, it sells. And right. they're not really those type of freaks. And if you are, you need help. Like if you are cool with doing some of the things y'all rapping about, you you need some mental help because there's no way you could feel respectable about yourself after having a dude, you know, smack me in the face, you know, I know 4K is not gonna like this, but you know, spitting. Look at their faces, though. Listen here, hold on. <laughs> hold, 
I don't. Y'all doing too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Friend, let me, let, me say, let, let me say something real quick. Here's the thing. <laughs> Teule, I almost always agree and resonate with what you say, but I don't think it's fair to say that someone cannot feel respected if something that they enjoy is done yeah. to them and they decide whatever between them and their partner and if they rapping about it whatever if that's something that they enjoy they may not feel disrespected in that way now if you raise your hand to me I'm a put you gonna put back a nub however <laughs> but I don't think it's fair to say that they can't feel respectable after that because you don't know what their level of intimacy is you don't know what what turns them on you don't know what what you know what what grinds their gears or whatever I mean, I'm not ever going to speak about anything that I'm doing with anybody, whether I'm going to dinner with them or what. Y'all ain't going to know. So regardless. My point was towards the women or to any artist, men or women, who if you're rapping about and really do it, you're doing it for sales or shock value. You can't feel respected if that is something if somebody comes and does that to you. Right. You may not do it. But because it's like dating a stripper or a porn star, if that is their job and a man decides to go date that person, they may feel like, you know what, outside of that video, I can do that to you because that's your job. When she may feel like, you know, that's just my job. I'm just doing that on camera, but I don't really like that. Right. So that's that's what I was speaking to. But I I would agree with you. I, I wouldn't necessarily try to shame somebody who may enjoy getting their neck broke. You know, that's on them. How you feel, Coco, Kendra, Kenya, Keisha? I mean, I feel fine. I mean, everyone's going to have an opinion about in in their sexual bedroom, you know, whatever. But it's kind of to that level. It's like what you agree with your partner or what your comfortability is, is your comfortability. It has nothing to do with uh, asking permission for somebody else to say, hey, are you cool with this? If if you a nasty freak, you a nasty freak. If if you want to be bent over everywhere other but backwards, that's on you. That's what you want to do. It has nothing to do right. with no one else. Round of applause. Yeah. That's why people need to keep their mouth shut. Do what you want to do, but don't tell me yeah, about I, it because I do not care. I think I think to your point, um, Sugar, and to Teole's point, we are talking about the artists, right? These are, quote unquote, the leaders of the free world. And I say that because they're the most talked about, they're the most amplified, they're the most, you know, important as it comes to entertainment, right? And really what we've traditionally followed, right? This is why some of us have issues with actual you know, entertainers or artists in politics, because you're an artist. What do you know about politics? You know, this, that, and the third. And you could almost say that about this faux, fake, false sexual revolution, because I feel like in an era of shock and awe, it's who can outdo who, right? And if you've grown, you know the value of intimacy, right? When you're young, yeah, you're trying all types of shit. You got to see what you like. Um, you know, but as you get older, you understand the value of intimacy. I don't know if this generation, and I want to speak specifically to this generation, if they understand the value of intimacy, because the act of sex is something that is innate. It's a feeling you have to do it. Once you get past the idea that you can do it or you're good at particular things in it, 
you kind of get into a rhythm, especially if you have a mate. I'm just fearful that these kids, one, don't understand the value of intimacy. Two, they're being, you know, uh, put at unfair um, expectations when entering the bedroom. You know, I, I, I mean, if, if Luke was the example, if Kia was the example, if, you know, Bootsy in the 70s or whoever was the freak, you know what I'm saying, of their era and was talking at, you know what I mean? That was like some shit you gonna try. But now it's the expectation. Do you think these kids can actually handle the expectations of sex? They can't even have conversations with each other. So I absolutely don't <laughs> think that they're able to do that. They literally are able to interact on social media, text, you group chat, FaceTime, bully people like that. But when they get in each other's face, it ain't nothing. Like they don't know how to communicate. They know how to have conflict. They don't know how to communicate. So if they're not able to have regular human uh, communication, they're absolutely not able to um, process being able to be in a physical, um, in a physically intimate type of situation, for sure. Absolutely not. Yeah. And then the issue for me is that in schools, we don't have the opportunity to teach them anything about sexual health and, Come on. and appropriate, appropriate touch yes and no like when you say no what you mean no means no i mean they say stuff like that to each other but they don't really understand the importance of it they don't understand how heavy it is and that's why we end up with situations where people are taken advantage of because they feel like they don't know how to get out of situations and then they are in situations and they become cyclical and then it happens to the next person and the next person because we are not able to have those conversations because we don't have time because now everything is taken over by curriculum and whoever's making money based on whatever curriculum is in school. Wow, wow. Round of applause for uh, Dr. Sugar. You need to write a book. What are you going to say, Teole? No, I said that, that's a great point. I don't even think they have that. You know, kids spend the majority of their time probably with Sugar, right? Than they do with their parents. They're at school more than they're at home. And so right. if she, which is not her responsibility, but if she's not able to really discuss with them the things that she was actually referring to, like where are they getting that information from outside of media? They're not reading books. They're, they're not reading books, trust me. I've been a substitute teacher. They're not reading anything outside of that classroom. Right. And so to her point, if you don't understand, and adults don't even understand it, right? We walk around with trauma. All we know how to do is try to bang it out. It's dudes who you still don't even know where the clay is. You don't even know what your partner really likes. We don't even have the the gumption as men most of the times to even ask your partner, hey, am I doing this right? You know, is this something you like? We just go in there thinking we Hercules and we didn't done it before or somebody didn't pumped our head up before. Trust me, fellas, they didn't lie to you once or twice. You've been lied Hello? to once or twice about how good you were doing it. So we don't even have that opportunity to ask our partner, like, hey, is that something that you enjoy? Can I do that again? What do you not want me to do, right? Those are yeah. the conversations that we're not having. So to think somebody who was 14 or 15 who just heard a song that says, you know, suck his dick from the back is going to know what to do with that. It's like you have to be responsible for that information you're putting out. You can't just say, well, I'm speaking to the adults. We're not the ones who are necessarily buying your music. It's the young who are going to stream and download that. People who are 40 through 65 are not buying music like that. So, yeah. 4K is, she is so yeah. 
Yeah, listen, hold on. You know, you know what's so gangster about that? And it's a story time coming. I'm gonna need you in two seconds, sugar. But you know, there was an art to love making. Even when we were sneaking trying to find the porn, it wasn't, you know, we weren't able to go to Safari on our phones and click in lesbian pornvideos.com and, and find some porn. You know what I'm saying? Like back in the day, there was like, why you looking, why you looking like this? <laughs> I'm just saying, if people if people are in the lesbian, it was, okay, it was a whole web address for me. Yeah, yeah, I don't, mean, I, I don't, I don't know what happened. I got, yeah. But the point I'm trying to make, there was art to love making, and it was art to like even like I said, porn wasn't even so, you know what I mean? It wasn't like accessible. You feel it wasn't accessible, but it wasn't even as crazy as it is now. Like I mean, I, I don't, oh. you know what I'm saying? I, I don't. Anyway, the point I'm trying to make is it's time for story time. This is the story time. This is story time. Ladies and gentlemen, the year was 1984. Oh yeah, I was 12 years old and I was living in Detroit, Michigan. Uh, what up though? Yeah, uh, I was so enamored with the Purple Rain album that I, I had to see this movie, Purple Rain. And Prince connected with me on another level. And the reason I say he's my father is because you gotta imagine 12 years old, my loins are starting to loin. And then he has, you know, these visuals of vanity and Apolloni. And yes, they were scadly dressed, but there was a taste level to the scadly dressedness. It was a taste level to the hair and the beauty and the, you know what I mean? You just didn't see it. You know what I mean? So fast forward to the Northwest Theater on Grand River. I'm 12 years old or about to turn 12. I think I was 11, about to turn 12. It was fall or autumn, whatever they call it, right before my birthday. And I went to the Northwest Theater. Purple Rain was playing. It was a packed house. And I'm watching Purple Rain. And musically, it was like, oh, shit. One of the first movies I ever saw that just had the movie. And then it had the music matching the movie. And the sequences were all amazing and then there was a bedroom scene in the basement of his mama house he had apollonia on the bed i think he done already got her but this one time he put on the motherfucking tape remember he clicked the tape and it said boom 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 and i was in that motherfucker like oh oh shit i was just like what is he about to do and ladies and gentlemen he got behind Apollonia and he grabbed her by her neck gently, not trying to kill the woman. He, he grabbed her by her neck and he lifted her head up and he took two fingers and he went in between the red lace. And you didn't see quite where his fingers went because of the movie magic, but you could just tell that the way he was touching her was the way you should touch a woman. And for the life of me, I was my, I could not believe what I was seeing. I clearly was seeing a sexual act, but I was seeing the intimacy, the gentle touch, but forcefulness that she seemed to like. It became part of my blueprint, but the bottom line is, I don't think that people take intimacy serious. And I want to talk about intimacy because to Teule's point, it's like half you brothers have been lied to. Half of you brothers are in transactional relationships or situational relationships where they gotta, you know what I'm saying, make you feel like the man. But the one thing I've always learned on my journey is that the mental piece 
is equal to the physical piece. And if you are able to get someone there mentally before you even enter, you have a whole nother level in a spiritual realm of connection. I'm talking about a spiritual, and I want my youngest, even my, my nephews and my nieces that are sexually active and in the mix, like there's a certain level of intimacy you need to have in your relationship because intimacy allows respect to enter the game. When you are intimate with someone, having respect for that person is learning that person's boundaries, is learning the way that makes that person go, how they feel, what they like, their mood swings, their emotional connection to the rhythm or whatever it is you're doing sexually. And I, you know, I want to know y'all's opinion because I think that's a lost art that even we discuss. It's definitely not in the music, but even when you hear like jokes about love or love making, when you hear people in testimonial situations on, you know, shows, etc., I don't hear nothing about intimacy. I don't hear nothing about the way a woman or man wants to be touched. How do y'all feel about that? Tough is in your DNA. It drives your resilience. Even when they told you you couldn't, you did what no one else could because you're different from the rest. Every day you work hard to conquer challenges, making the impossible happen. And tomorrow you'll do it all over again with a truck that's just as tough as you. Explore the best Ford truck for you today at Ford.com. Built Ford Tough. TKBS Nation, the time to celebrate with your friends and families are upon us. And the good folks at Glade have a new collection of limited edition fragrances for you. Everyone loves spending time with their loved ones at the dinner table as you kiki and converse. I know I love my family, but guess what? Sometimes those Brussels sprouts don't smell too good after they've been sitting in that tray. But what you gonna do? You're gonna make the best with what you got. You're gonna get the golden pumpkin and spice, that starlight and snowflakes. You're gonna change the fragrance game. From a homecoming brunch to a cozy, cold movie night, Glade is the perfect must-have to set the vibe for every celebratory occasion. Ladies and gentlemen, do what your lifestyle specialist Kenny Burns does it changed the game this season with glade if you like using debit over credit don't you think it's time to get rewarded well now you can with discover cashback debit it's a checking account that rewards everyone with cash back on everyday purchases plus on all the things you've been contemplating for a really long time so that concert no-brainer self-care Yes, please. Do what you love and get cash back while you're doing it. Check out eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. TKBS Nation, I'm often asked, Kenny Burns, what gives you your confidence? You always seem to meet the moment head on. I always reply because I'm always going to show up how I want to be received. That's why when you see me, I'm always dressed for the occasion. Whatever stage or platform I'm on, I don't shy away from the light. I embrace it. And imagine having all that presence and energy to then open my mouth and have bad breath. Nope, not me. Not never. Orbit Gum is here to celebrate the nation because we wear our confidence with pride. We call it that ding. The world often want you to stay silent and our whole mission at TKBS is for you to use your voice as loudly and confidently as possible. Orbit Gum, making people feel fresher and more confident as soon as you open your mouth. Confidence is contagious. Do what makes you ding. This episode is sponsored by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you know you're getting the real deal. Whether you're looking for a head-turning handbag or a watch that says it all. Jewelry that makes you look like the gym or sneakers and street 
software that make every step feel fly. These days, to know for sure you're getting the real deal, go straight to eBay. When you're searching, just look for that blue check mark. It will say authenticity guarantee. That means when you buy it, you can be confident that it's authenticated by real experts. It's nothing like getting something and knowing it's real. Listen, when you're finally ready to buy that thing you love, you have to make sure you're not going to catch a fake. Facts, they're everywhere. And it's really tough to tell the difference for yourself. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, that's easy. So again, look for the blue check mark. That way, when it hits your doorstep, not only do you know it's real, but the feeling you get when you put it on is also for real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Well, I think I a lot of people um, equate intimacy with sex. And intimacy and sex are companions, but they're not the same thing. Like, they, you can't interchange the words with each other. Although sex is an intimate act, that does not necessarily make that the only intimacy that you have. Because intimacy is you paying attention to me while we just sit on this couch. Come on. Mm -hmm. That's that could be a whole nother level of intimacy. Intimacy is you paying attention to me when I say something and then you come with you coming with, you know, like I say I hadn't had no flowers in so long or something and you show up with the flowers. Or if I say I don't like chocolate and you bring me something other than chocolate because I don't want no chocolate. Like that's that's <laughs> the build up. You know what I'm saying? Right, like right. people people think that intimacy is all physical. And like you said, Kabi, it's not. It's mental, it's emotional, it's all the things that get your mind going and then maybe you know other things may happen if that's what you choose to do yeah 4k love language is important ain't it it, it definitely is and for me mental penetration is far more important than physical penetration because mm. that's what heightens the act mm. right when you talk about having an orgasm or a woman having an orgasm that is already happening mentally before there's any kind of penetration that's what foreplay used to be kind of you know i'm right. teasing you know what i'm going to do or just getting you in the mood to get there because if you just go have sex there's nothing there like if i don't have any kind of connection with you outside of a bedroom that's not going to happen you right. have to have a connection before you even enter into the bedroom it just it doesn't play well with one another. If you really having an intimate act with someone that you love or care about, you're going to what flirt with them throughout the day. A simple text like Sugar was saying, like small things, just the littlest thing. It could be a stroke of a bat, uh, running your fingers through a woman's hair, just anything oh, and for a man too. anything. Yeah. Just like, hey, baby, I'm cooking. Make my ass, you know, something like that. Just yeah, small things. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I think that I think that that's you know amazing to hear you guys say because foreplay is another thing that. Damn, and I be thinking about R. Kelly songs on accident. I just, I mean, when you think about the sex revolution, and you, oh, he got okay. No, no, it's yes. It's sensational. No, I still listen to Kim. Nah, I just, I just hear, so. I yeah, I hear pedophile. Anyway. I can't, yeah, I know. But so, but foreplay, yeah, foreplay. I mean, my mind's telling me no, but my body, my body's telling me yes. 
your mind's telling you no, you pervert, mm-hmm. because it's not time. She's not ready. Um, <laughs> but I, you know, I think foreplay, and I, I want to encourage the youngins because to your point, to Sugar's point, like that's part of the art that is called making love. Like before you get to the bed, before you get to the actual act of making love, to your point, like mentally, you gotta already be in a place. You know what I mean? And it has to be safe. It has to be boundaryless because this is your mate. And you know what I like. Oh, and by the way, the next time you choke me, put me to sleep or whatever the thing that you love is. And, you know, foreplay for me to Sugar's point, I'm at that magical spiritual level where, and this is a little, you know, warning too. I can have unbelievable mind, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to say sex, but games with people because I just know how to talk shit. I know how to fucking make people feel however they're not being made feel, uh, to feel at home or in their lives. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say mind fuck because I don't, you know, I used to, maybe maybe in the clubs, may, maybe in the clubs a little bit, yeah. But, but the point that, I'm but trying to make- It's not connected to anything. That's the thing. It, it's no, not connected exactly. to anything. You just don't want to sound bad. I got you. Yeah. And what and, people and I, fail to understand what since you're talking about foreplay is foreplay is what teaches you your partner's body that's when yeah. you can kind of really feel around and, and see what your partner like i just want no you're absolutely correct and, and i guess the point of the mind fucking or the the mind sharing even it's like don't you want to feel away when you are engaging with anyone i mean even in the most innocent conversation you want to feel heard you want to feel seen you want to feel like, you know, your, you know, the shit you took time to put on. Somebody is appreciating that offering. The fact that you chose this perfume, like, you know, what I mean, that red lip sugar always went, whatever your thing is. Like, you want to know that a motherfucker is appreciating that. And I think that has everything to do with foreplay. I think that has everything. Honestly, if you are interested in someone that helps you get to the finish line, whatever that is for the both of you or whatever that desire is, because the one thing too, like, that's missing out here is like real connection. I think some of y'all just out here fucking, you know what I mean? Because of the act or you think like, but even if that is a mindset and it ain't you, we've seen the remnants from you not being able to control your actions or control what you thought you was, you know, should do or what your man suggested that you wasn't comfortable with or because you was drunk with your girl, you know, got pussy all in your mouth and that ain't what you really wanted. You know what I'm saying? But we in that, we're in that mindset now of erasing, am I lying? We in that mindset of erasing, like even the thought process. We already in execution. We don't know the person. We ain't done nothing with the person. We ain't even cut the light on and examine the genitalia. Okay? I need y'all to cut the light on. I need you to put light on the genitalia. I want you to look in the pussy. I want you to look all around the dick. I want you to examine the balls. Cause there's some things that are living around that. Listen, up. there's some things that are living around something. Y'all ain't even, you just going straight to the act and you, you don't you pass all the steps to the act. Am I lying? Well, I don't know. Cause I don't pass the steps. <laughs> I mean, what what you see out here in the streets, 4K? I'm just it seems like it. It definitely seems like it's a trend. That was the best answer I had. 
and and that's all I needed because that 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 honestly, for me, the trend is the issue, and that's why I call this a sexual revolution episode fifty nine sexual revolution because this ain't no sexual revolution. This is spreading of disease. This is spreading of falsities as far as making people think they should do things and they really shouldn't. It's making people that aren't equipped mentally for the acts that they think they need to perform to, to have more mental health issues and insecurity issues. There's just so many things that are not, you know, equating. And even in music, and again, y'all, the Soul Train Awards are coming out this Sunday, uh, November 26th. Um, but I'm interviewing these people and there was a one girl, honey, baby, super cute. She on tour with Sexy Red, you know I was finna just go left. But she was so cute and so good and so fresh that I was like, okay, I see your light. I'm not even gonna put you in the category just cause you're on tour with her. Or Maida. Maida is one of my favorite new singers. You know what I'm saying? Big shout out to Jeff Robinson and MBK. Like, I'm talking to her about love. Clearly somebody just heard her. Can't wait for y'all to see that interview. But at the end of the day, it's like, damn. Somebody who loves love, you don't want to see that person's light and try to, you know what I'm saying? So I just think the dysfunctionalism, you know, in the way that men, let's talk about men for two seconds and we get to the ladies, but men, with, we're this generation, and I'm not in it, don't really quite understand and visually can see it. And I'm studying it because I have 20, a 23-year-old, a 19-year-old trying to help them navigate this bullshit. But at the same time, there's like a blueprint. Get the unobtainable. So now for women, everybody has to become the unattainable. What does that equate to? Lip injections, ass shots. I mean, you would not believe. I'm out here in LA, AKA Floss Angeles, California, AKA Sodomen and Gomorrah. And I was outside the last couple of days. That's all you see. It is a carbon copy world. There's not, listen, and I'm not even, you can't even get with the energy of cultures anymore because the Kim Kardashian blueprint, which she's Persian and white, I think, whatever, but that look and that, that Persian beauty and the thing that they have, black women are trying to do. But instead of just being black, bold, and beautiful, who's the original curvy and the original, you know what I'm saying, woman, in my opinion, you want to be like that? Or, and, and that's beautiful in, in its own way, fashion and form without the ass injections and all the fake falsities. But I'm saying we can't even enjoy cultures or the beauty of other, other cultures because we're becoming one sexual visual that has ultimately nothing to do with sexuality, ladies, because you was gonna get 30, 40 years old, your ass is gonna drop anyway in the right places, your hips is gonna spread in the right places, your boobs is gonna be you know what I mean? And ain't nobody mad at a little lift or a little, you know what I mean? But the fact that you're changing your identity Great. is a problem. Is a fellas. The fact that you are putting women in the position to even think they have to do that is a problem. You are mm. a predator. You are something. And, and, and listen, I'm not saying people with deformities, people with actual issues don't need something sometimes. And God bless anyone who has gotten that and feels better about themselves and has subsided on the insecure side, but for sport, we're really out here for sport, changing our identities for false narratives of some sexual benef benefit. I've never fucked anyone with a fake ass. So I don't even know, but I can't imagine that, that pounding her out from the back feels good when it's fighting me back. <laughs>
I can't imagine that that feels good. I can't imagine being on top of a woman with a fake ass and it's sitting up and you can't get under that. And when you grab to thrust all the way in and put her motherfucking, you know what I'm saying? Then you can't eat and you're grabbing books. You're grabbing pa paper magazine books. Columbia. All right. But do you, but do you understand what I'm saying? Is it not true? Because these false narratives are killing people. These false narratives have deformed. You went to go enhance and now you're deformed. Message. Hello? Mm -hmm. Kendra, what you think? Those scars go nowhere. When, once that lady take off them clothes, they chopped and screwed. They chopped all up. It, uh, that's disgusting. Like, I'm not even a man, but I couldn't imagine being a man and you, you look good in dress. But when I take you to the bedroom, I see all these scars and keloids. <laughs> Her herpes. <laughs> all that. Chlamydia, gonorrhea, because if you did all that, you just raw dogging everybody. Probably. Who knows? Like, uh. Yikes. Mm. Yo, but here, here's the reason why the information that's being put out is so important. There was an actual doctor who did a study. There was a young man who was about 10 or 11 years old who found a magazine, like a Playboy magazine. But what happened is the magazine he found, it was ripped right so the lady was mm. naked but she was missing the leg so as he grew up he's that's those images are those images are in his head he found that he started to want or to desire a woman with one leg when that's not wow. what he really wanted but his brain was already having that information to say hey look this is what we need that dopamine like, this is what we want we want the one-legged naked woman and he had to go to counseling to figure out why am I desiring a one-legged naked woman when that's not what I really want. And wow. they had to kind of unpack that. And, and he was able to see that, yo, that image and all that information that I had as a kid, just going to that book constantly and seeing that one image. So imagine what's happening to the kids. Mm. They mm -hmm. begin to get information and then they're 22. They're like, well, I don't even understand why I feel like I gotta have a different partner every other week because you've been, your brain is just having this information over and over, not understanding it's a computer and it's dopamine that's put out there to say, this is what you really like. And that's not what you want. And so mm. if you're going to listen to this music that's telling young women or telling men, hey, this is, this is what intimacy looks like. You figure out like, man, why am I on my 12th marriage? I can't get it right because you're desiring something that you really don't want. It's just the information. To Kendra's point, you got the stuff that you're trying to emulate. Why do you think the Kardashian thing is such, it's such a thing, right? It's because right. that information is constantly put out that this is the standard of beauty. And so now you're like, well, I don't, I'm a sister. I don't even really need that, but I feel like I, I should have it, right? Because that's, that's just bad information, man. We gotta be careful about the stuff we're putting out. And we can't yeah. just think, well, it's entertainment. That's nonsense. That's not true. Bro, I love that. Great job, great job. I, I wanna say this too, because to that point, you know, when you look at where we're headed, and you know, we always try to bring it 360 here on TKBS. You know, I don't, I don't see, you know, we're already seeing the demise and devaluing of men and women in their roles in relationships, right? Um, you know, Inflation is not going to stop. Um, struggle is not going to stop. 
hard times are not going to stop. So if you have all those inevitable factors and then you have people that don't believe in love, don't believe in partnership, don't believe in support, only believe in procreating with a stranger because that's, I mean, I never thought that I would see so many children made, you know what I'm saying? Because of bad decisions. We had people that made mistakes in life, right? We've had people that have, you know, did something and, and, and the result came from that. But for people to make that the main thing, for make promiscuous raw sex part of the program for women, having these babies by men that ain't gonna be around, not gonna support, not gonna, I don't know where we're headed, you know what I'm saying, in society because we see to, you know, 4K's point, when she was a teacher, Sugar's constant remarks about the lack of participation from parents, you know, we're seeing, you know, we talk about lock them motherfuckers up if they can't, you know, the, the woman just got 22 months for the kid that took the gun in Virginia and shot the teacher. Y'all heard about that, right? But you, what's going to happen in the future with the youth when you don't have parents that love them and pour into them and teach them these things? And I think it's really coming from this faux fake falsity of a sexual revolution because you trying to hold this man by having this baby because he got a little bit, bit of bread. I mean, look at, I mean, and I'm going all over the place, but I'm making sense. Look at Joe Smith's wife. In the shows, it starts with our generation. That was the most disrespectful thing you could ever do to your partner, mm -hmm. right? And then you go on the man's show and give him a massage. So you're doubling down because it's getting you attention, because it's bringing people to your OnlyFans. If we have parents like that, if we have parents teaching their sons and daughters to be hoes and go out here and get what you want, don't settle, make sure you get a, a woman with this or a man with this. Do you think that we really gonna have community? You don't even like, you don't even like your children because you're pouring into your children the shit that you did wrong. You pouring into the shit that didn't work for you. You pouring in, into your child to hope that they better the scheme or that they better you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, how dare you? They don't know any better because the, unfortunately, the generation before them, their parents poured that into them. So they have, again, normalized that type of behavior because they haven't seen anything other than that. Like they they normalize um, scheming, scamming, not being a parent, being friends with your kids, taking them to concerts of music that's not appropriate for them to be listening to. Like, uh, it's all getting in their head. What's that man name? Rick, Roddy Rich? Yeah. Yeah, like a bunch of our students were at that concert. And not saying that his music is completely inappropriate, but he's sad. So they coming in here with that same, same sad vibe, like, mm -hmm. honey, you are 12. You don't even pay a water bill. Are you talking about Rod Waves? Yeah, oh Rod yeah, that's Wayne. who. That's who. Rod Waves. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he, I said, oh, somebody need to hug that young man. He, he's, his music is giving heartbreak. And these kids think that they heartbroken. Baby, you was talking to that boy for two days. Calm down. Listen, I was talking to every R&B artist I interviewed about love and the situational love that really comes with life and not just the pain. You know, when I gave, you know, Honey Baby or Meta, 
the analogies of what's the 401 to my life. You know what I mean? You can see the pain, but you also not only identify with it, you wanted to get up out of it. It was a kind of term of endearment, you know what I'm saying? Versus stay in this sad place. Let me harbor on your insecurities, your inadequacies. You know, it's like there's sometimes the way I feel about church. It's like, you know, the following has so many issues as we all do. They play on those things. They play on the idea of, okay, cool. You know, to your point about Rahway, I can talk about the sad shit because the majority of motherfuckers in the world are sad. And not that they don't need a beacon of light, but they don't need to stay sad. They need to see what sad looks like and how to get up out the shit. They need to see what despair looks like and get up out the shit. They need some, some ladder, some road to, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, to, to the other side of where they're at. And it don't take much, to be honest with you. And that's why we have these conversations because it doesn't take much. It takes one person to hear something that identifies with them that takes them out that funk. It takes one person to see for themselves, huh, did a, did a, a soul food Sunday. You, the missing ingredient is you. You looking for all these motherfuckers to make you whole, to make you feel better. You gotta make yourself feel better. You know what you like, huh? Just back to sex. You know what you like sexually. That's so. That's why sometimes you go get, get that thing out that drawer, get your lotion or whatever you're doing, get the hot water, get the, all the things, and you please your motherfucking self. I'm not suggesting that often for men because it gets a little, but for women, you know what I'm saying? I don't suggest you do them toys all the time either, but I understand the one-offs. But the point is, it's you that does for you. It's you that finds a way when nobody else can help you find a motherfucking way. It's you. And that's how I want to end this. I want to go around with y'all and I want to talk about like the dependency we have. Like we're all, you know, slaves to the rhythm on a lot of levels. Like we're all looking for certain things to complete us. And it's not, that's not life. Life is understanding who you are. I'm at a point in my life where I am, I grew up in a business that I just don't align with. You know, I would I was taught things that I just don't align with. So what do you do? Do you leave everything you know? Do you leave, you know, the pipelines, the industry and money that you knew and were able to become successful on? That's a fucking looting. Because if I create an opportunity in that despair and dysfunction, I'll just say dysfunction. If I create an opportunity in that dysfunction, I can create opportunity anywhere. And so can you. But I want to go around the table. Let's start with 4K. How do you feel? about that and what would you tell someone as it adheres to believing in themselves? So I left that mindset years ago once I had to deep down like go into the inner me and that was the best thing that I could have ever done for myself because once you start loving yourself and knowing your worth then it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks and once you're able to spend time with like I've said dozens of times even if it's a brunch, even if it's sitting at the bar, anything, when you can entertain and reach within yourself for self-love, for self-worth and those kind of things, there's nothing that no one else can do for you. And they only are adding to, to you at that point. I'm not going to reach out and look for someone to feed my soul. I feed my own soul. And Amen. I suggest that for everyone. Love that. Y'all preach 4K. Kendra, Keisha, Kenya, Coco. You know, I, I think it's important um, <clears throat> in this era that we understand emotions, lean into them, you have to feel them, but you have to understand what they are. I think we are, yes. we have all been taught the wrong thing about emotions. 
And mm. because we've been taught these wrong things about emotions, men don't know how to cry and express themselves, right? Mm. Women hold on to too much baggage, feeling like they have to be the strong person because, you know, if you're the strong black woman, then that just means you're going to make it. No, you, you don't, black, black women don't need to be that strong. That's ridiculous. They don't need all that pressure and weight. You don't need to, you know, be treated like trash to determine that this relationship is going to work. No, those are bad, bad emotions, bad understanding of emotions. And so, you know, just right now, lean into it, but get some understanding so you can understand to 4K's point yourself. You can understand you. It is very difficult for someone to disrespect you. It's going to be very difficult for you to disrespect yourself. So lean into those emotions, get some understanding and get some help. Nothing wrong with you. Get some help. Uh, Dr. Shook. I mean, uh, my counterparts have said exactly what needs to be said. You really have to do the work and learn who you are. If you don't know who you are, you're going to be out here chasing waterfalls because Mm -hmm. you don't know what it is that's going to make you happy because you're not making yourself happy within. So I was talking to Kendra the other day about how I feel like I'm watching myself evolve because there was a time where I used to have to have people around me all the time because I am a people person by nature. But what I had to realize is I was running from dealing with who I was as a person and becoming the best possible me every day. I just want to keep becoming the best me. But I didn't want to deal with that because I didn't want to to address any of my insecurities. But once I got to the point where I'm okay with addressing insecurities and I love myself, I can do anything by myself. I will do anything by myself Mm. now. Don't get it twisted. When that man comes. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Don't My go man. chasing waterfalls. Listen to the rivers and the lakes that you used Their whole message was about STDs and things like that. And now yep. they're just being promiscuous. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, my illustrious panel of superheroes hit it on the head, as they always do. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to I want you to do me a favor for episode 59, Sexual Revolution. I want you to spread throughout the nation like it's like it's the thing. Yeah. Okay. All right. I just is getting a little nasty and unpredictable, but that's what I do. And I want all you people having pointless sex. To get something out of this episode, uh, it doesn't define you. It doesn't make you, uh, and it's not warranted. Good sex, however, is part of the playlist. Yes, the playlist of life, ladies and gentlemen. I suggest you get you one while you're doing the love making. And if you need one, you can go to my Apple iTunes right now. I made a special playlist called Sexual Revolution with all the things. And somebody getting pregnant. Amen. On the count of three, 4K, take us out of here. One, two, three. The dream, the dream is, is not real. real. The, the, the dream is real.